1: A new way to repair diseased livers has been unveiled by researchers at the University of Cambridge. They found a way to grow the cells that line the branching systems of pathways inside the liver called bile ducts. Problems with these structures are the leading causes of liver disease and also a common reason why livers offered for donation often can't be used. Injected into injured bile ducts, the team's new cells are able to resurface these pathways and reverse the damage, including, critically, in experimental donor human livers. It's a big step forward. Karosh said Parsi is part of the team behind the work.
0: A liver has many functions, but one of the important functions is to produce bile. This bile is important, for example, for the absorptions of fatty foods. But the bile is toxic. This bile has to leave the liver and enter the bowel. And it does so through a network of tubes. If the cells that line these tubes are damaged, this toxic bile spills into the liver and can ultimately lead to liver failure, resulting in patients needing a liver transplant, for example.
1: So obviously, if we can put right the problem with these cells that line these tubes that drain bile, we're in a position to avoid doing significant surgeries and all the attendant risks of doing that.
0: You're absolutely right, yes. Um, Liver transplantation is, is an effective treatment, and it can cure patients, but it's major surgery, and it has potential side effects. And sadly, we don't have enough organs available for everybody who needs a liver transplant. And even patients who have a liver transplant actually have a high risk of this problem recurring in their transplanted liver. So finding an effective alternative solution to liver transplantation would really benefit our patients.
1: And how have you done this?
0: So one of the first things we did was that we were able to take some of these normal cells that are lining these bile ducts or these tubes in the liver... And we were able to grow them essentially indefinitely to create large numbers of these cells using a special technique. And then what we were able to do is to uh, use these cells to transplant into the bile ducts of initially small animals into mice, ensure that these cells function and are able to rescue injury. And what was very exciting was that as a next step, we used these same cells to actually repair human livers the cells go to the right place and start to function.
1: But how do they know where to go and how do you get them into the place where they're needed in the liver?
0: So these cells normally are present in a very specific part of the liver which is within these ducts that normally conduct uh, bile and so what we were able to do is to actually put these cells directly back into these tubes you can think of these tubes as pipes that are lined with cells. And what happens is that when the cells a disease are damaged, they fall off and you've got gaps. If you like, think of cobbles missing on a, on a pavement. What we were able to show was that actually when we put these cells back into the tubes, they naturally go and sit and fill in those gaps so that actually then the bile stays within the tubes and doesn't escape into the liver.
1: You said you'd got this to work in human livers. Presumably that was not in a patient at this stage?
0: That's right. At this stage, we used livers that were donated for transplantation, but were deemed to be unsuitable. And in fact, the reason that these livers weren't being transplanted was because they had injury to their bile ducts. So we know that this is a common reason why livers aren't transplanted. And we use them to demonstrate that we were able to rescue them. We did not in this study go on to transplant uh, these livers, but that would in fact be our future steps once we can generate these cells under conditions that are suitable for human transplantation.
1: And do you, from your animal work, have evidence that once the cells are in and they've repaired these pathways, that they survive in the long term? In other words, is it, is it a permanent repair or is there evidence that actually it might last five minutes and then it'll need doing again?
0: In the animal work, we were able to show that actually those animals will remain well without liver disease for weeks and months afterwards. And we're able to confirm that both using blood tests, which showed that the livers were functioning, but also imaging studies to show that all the little tubes within the liver had indeed recovered and the liver was essentially as normal as uh, we could have hoped for.
1: And are these cells that you're using relatively easy to come by and to grow up into sufficient numbers to do a human liver? Because a human liver is a big organ, isn't it? So there's going to be a very high number of cells needed to make those sorts of repairs.
0: First of all, these cells can be obtained very easily, for example, through a a minimally invasive procedure whereby a camera is put into the bile duct. This is done often as part of the investigations that somebody may have when they've got liver disease. Or when somebody has a liver biopsy, which is commonly done in patients with liver disease, we are able to take some of those cells. And actually, we can generate these cells from one donor and potentially use it for several different donors. So in terms of the access to the cells, we are fortunate is that that is relatively easy. The other important point you made is about how many of these cells can we produce and are we able to produce enough? And the short answer is yes. That's partly because actually these cells, once they are under the right conditions, grow fairly rapidly. So they increase their numbers substantially over a short period of time so we can generate enough cells. The other important point is that um, although the liver is a very big organ, actually these cells are only a small proportion of the liver cells, around 2%. So it's not that we need to replace all of the cells within the liver. We're actually replacing a small number of cells And therefore, the number of cells we need to do that is lower.
1: Kurosheb Parsi, isn't that amazing? Very exciting. The work has just come out in the journal Science.